This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. Well, this is not exactly the kind of serious issue we usually lead off with, but I have to get it off my chest, particularly because this happened yesterday, shortly after we were on the air talking about using police officers to ease the congestion here in Toronto. Now, as I've said many times, our neighbourhood here in Liberty Village is very congested to begin with. Thousands of people live and work here. It's near the highway. Uh, so there is, there's only one bus stop. So there's a lineup of cars getting in and out, especially at rush hour. Now, I often see mounted officers on horses that are walking slowly, la, 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 backing up the traffic even more. But what I saw yesterday during the evening rush just took the cake. So at King and Atlantic, which is one of the few routes out of Liberty Village, at the entrance to the underpass, two cops on horseback had the traffic completely, completely stopped. One was talking to a motorist who had been pulled over, and the other was standing sideways on the horse over two lanes, stopping the flow of cars. Now, I really wanted to take a picture of this. I I actually did kind of reach for my phone, and then I thought, hmm, because the car is running, um, that is probably illegal. And uh, I thought I might get a ticket because uh, the officer was looking right at me. And uh, I I didn't want to take a chance on that. So I, I thought, my goodness, I have never seen anything so ridiculous. Well, I have, but <laughs> it was pretty high on the ridiculous scale. Uh, and uh, I'm wondering what if you've seen mounted officers and, and what you think of that. And uh, by any chance, was anybody in that lineup at rush hour uh, just around five o'clock yesterday with the traffic all clogged up? The numbers to call 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-744-740. On the line, I have Constable Clint Stibby. Hi, Constable Stibby. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm listening to your your uh, description, and I just actually have one question. The officer that was speaking to the driver, were they alongside the vehicle while still on their horse? Yes, yeah. on the horse, and yeah. the other was kind of, so they were kind of, um, you know, in one lane straight, and then the other one was perpendicular, blocking all the traffic, which is uh, right near King and Dufferin, a main artery, at 5 o'clock. So uh, just to put that in perspective, the reason that that officer was blocking the traffic is the officers are not permitted to leave the horse. Uh, even during their enforcement, if they do stop an individual for committing an offense, they actually uh, communicate with the individual and issue the ticket the entire time while on the horse. So for the officer to essentially block the lane is actually more for officer safety because uh, the horses are considered a vehicle under the Highway Traffic Act in, uh, in the sense that they're allowed to use the roadways and whatnot. 
And in this particular case, the officers were actually engaged in, uh, whether it was issuing the ticket or speaking to the uh, individual and offering maybe a warning instead. But the parameters are that they have to do it from the horse. So I can understand the uh, the congestion that would have been created, but at the same time, the officers are bound by the regulations as to how uh, they are able to interact with the public while on a on a horse. Okay, and but under- uh, let, let me ahead. ask you this honestly: like it did not look to me, I can't say a hundred percent that they issued a ticket. Why would you do that at one of the most congested spots in the city and congest things even more on horseback? Why? Well, as I mentioned, the, depending on what the officer has seen, the officers have a responsibility to uh, prevent crime from occurring or if they see uh, traffic offenses to stop vehicles. And the officers that are operating or, sorry, are on the horses are still officers and able to do all those things. So the officers essentially were engaged in their duties. So although uh, it would be no different than if we had a police cruiser roll up and then a block a lane or uh, have to block it due to uh, a safety hazard, which we do sometimes on the Gardner Expressway is a perfect example, uh, especially if it's in a somewhat of a dangerous position. So the officer uh, would have uh, obviously blocked that lane in order to protect the horse because, unfortunately, we have had horses struck uh, in the city and, unfortunately, killed as a result of being hit by a motor vehicle. So that is something that uh, really, in the end, boils down to officer safety. Now, another question. Uh, if I had uh, taken a picture of that, while I you was, would have been getting a ticket. <laughs> I would have been getting. How much would it have been? Uh, Four hundred and ninety dollars and three demerit points. Okay, the so only... so smart move, Libster, not yes. to take the picture. <laughs> yes, very good choice. Very good choice. Uh, okay, that's that. But again, you know, it it really baffles me when I see the officers on horseback here, because as I said, we are very congested. I know the stables are close by at our Ontario place. Uh, so again, like, why would you choose to be walking around here at rush hour, slowing up the traffic? Well, you know what? And you could argue the same question. Why would police officers drive through the same area? I mean, keep in mind that the mode of transportation that those officers use are the horses. The horses traditionally don't run uh, long, long distances, so they're not going to be running through uh, Liberty Village. They're going to essentially, quote-unquote, on patrol. And they have a responsibility to interact with the public as necessary and, where necessary, issue uh, offense notices or uh, uh, place individuals under arrest as they see fit. But keeping in mind, we don't know what happened at that point. It, is it entirely possible that the vehicle is broken down? Sure, it's possible. So then the officers may have been making arrangements for uh, perhaps tow truck. And in the meantime, they have to have a conversation with the individual and to keep them safe, keep them inside the vehicle. Because, you know, there, there are so many variables. And I can't say on this particular case what exactly transpired, other than the officers are bound uh, to stay on those horses at all times. And unfortunately, if uh, they did cause some traffic inconvenience, which uh, I can uh, appreciate, we have to keep in mind that we don't know what the stop was for. Uh, was there a health issue, an emergency, any number of different things? The, the, the car, like they just let the car go. But but again, my question is, uh, and I do have some some callers waiting here, is why would you be walking through? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they were on patrol or whatever, and it's at rush hour, and they saw something that they wanted to stop the person for. Fair enough, but but. Why are you walking with a horse so slowly at rush hour in an area that's congested? I mean, you know, uh, uh, if there were officers driving, you know, at the flow of traffic, that would seem perfectly reasonable. 
Well, keep in mind, I mean, the overall speed of a horse is much less than that of a vehicle. And at the same time, horses are permitted to use uh, the highways or the, rather the roadways at any time because under the Highway Traffic Act, they are legally allowed to be there. As long as they have, I think it's a triangular um, uh, uh, reflector of some sort on the back, they meet the requirement. I think we even had a counselor some years ago bring a horse and carriage downtown to, apply, uh, to go for the job of mayor. And the question was, are they allowed to do that? And absolutely they were. There was no contravention as long as they met the requirements under the Highway Traffic Act. So the fact that the officers were operating the horses, or, or sorry, riding the horses on the street really is not breaking the rules. And yes, can it be an inconvenience to some? Sure it can. But the officers are on patrol and they are working in the best interest of the public. But unfortunately, we do have the need for mounted units uh, all over the city. Uh, very what what exactly there. is the need for the mounted unit in this day and age? Well... Generally, they're available for crowd control where necessary. They also uh, patrol uh, a large number of the parks in the city, uh, looking for anybody, uh, especially in through the bush or whatnot, where there may be offenses occurring. Uh, they're also on general patrol, just as a person would be in a car. And they're available to respond to, to calls where it fits their mandate. But at the same time, uh, unfortunately, in some cases comes some convenience, and it's no different than if an officer stops a vehicle and issues a ticket and blocks one lane. That inconvenience is going to occur regardless. But in this particular case, the, blo- the blockage from the other officer was to protect the horse and the officer uh, from any sort of injury should a car go past uh, or try and uh, get past the horse and p- perhaps strike it. So we need to keep in mind that uh, it can be frustrating sometimes, and I recognize that, but at the same time, safety is really uh, the main point here. Uh, a bit of inconvenience for maybe a ticket that was issued or a, perhaps uh, a warning that may have issued, I think is is somewhat reasonable, but it's not out of hand for an officer to occasionally do that. In this particular location, an officer may not necessarily be able to stop that car three blocks down the road where a car can travel some distance before stopping those individuals. Uh, police officers on a horseback have to stop them relatively close to where they observe the offense or need to have the interaction with the individual. Okay. Uh, Constable Stibby, thanks a lot for that explanation. Thank you. Okay. Uh, though I have to say, I, I disagree that, that having those patrols at rush hour in a congested area is a good idea, but uh, I, I uh, appreciate what you're telling me. Thanks so much. Okay. Take care. Okay. Take care. We're going to go to the phones. We've got uh, Paul in Markham. Hi, Paul. Oh, hi. Uh, finally, I'm on your show. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. I agree, with you. I agree with you 100%. First of all, the officer answered the question. The horses are used for crowd control. They're used for parklands. They have no business on the street during rush hour. Secondly, it's become ridiculous of how the police uh, monitor traffic control out of a revenue stream and not really just for the sake of traffic control. Third, many times they have a chance to pull the person over into a, a parking lot and they could clear the road and allow traffic to go through. Yesterday morning, I had a similar situation happen to me, and I, I almost put this as, as police harassment and, and city revenue stream harassment. I'm sitting at a stoplight, I'm making a left-hand turn, and I'm waiting for the light to turn green. At this time, there was a fella dancing in the middle of the uh, intersection at a lamppost. And I realized he was making weird moves and that, and I realized, oh, he had his headphones on, so he wasn't disabled. And I watched him walk across the street. At that point in time, my light turned green, and I'm talking the arrow, so an advanced green. I uh, didn't realize it, and I went through the light, 
uh, a fellow behind me or a person behind me honked. So I went through the light. I, if the light was still green, the arrow was still green. I got through the intersection, and a police officer in his car sirens me and uh, pulls me over. At this time, I realized that, wow, I don't know what he wants. So I pulled into a parking lot, and then he got angry with me because I didn't stop. Well, I didn't want to block traffic, and that's exactly what was on my mind. I thought, well, what's and what did you do wrong? What did you do wrong? He gave me a ticket for $110 because I didn't go through the green arrow uh, fast enough. Now, come on. Have you ever heard of anything so ridiculous in all your life? That, to me, if, if, if our system is that bad, where a police officer has nothing better to do than give you tickets because they want revenue, I mean, that's how I feel about this whole thing. I end up being late for my appointment. Uh, I, have, I, have a, I'm, I employ seven people. I'm a tax-paying citizen. And this is what it's come to. This is so frustrating. You well, don't even know how angry I am. Well, uh, I don't. I don't blame you for being for being angry. And yesterday, uh, Constable Stibby was telling us that that uh, you know you have to get through uh, in you know as quickly as possible. But if the light turns a bit, that's okay too. So um, don't well, ask the me. The light was still green when I got through. Okay. Well, I don't know. Like, um, the light had not turned yellow. The light was still green. If you have the time and the energy, fight the ticket. At least you'll get the points off. Uh, well, it's fine, but even still, like the, the light was green. I just don't understand. This is nothing but a revenue grab. Okay, yeah, you know what? Sounds like it. Like our, 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 our police, and if that's what the mayors and the, and the, and the council wants, like, this is not traffic control. These guys are making $100,000 a year. That's harassment. Okay. Well, uh, your point well taken, Paul. Thanks for your call. All right. Good luck with that. Okay, we've got Dorothy in Toronto. Hi, Dorothy. Hi, Libby's. This is the first time I've ever disagreed with you. You disagree with me? Okay. Yes, because I think the horses are beautiful. We just don't see them enough. We see too many cars blocking all the streets, like when we had the fireworks couple of weeks ago there when my little great-granddaughter was there there were a few horses that came through and they couldn't even get through because bumper to bumper cars when it was said on the news don't take your cars there's great ways to go by ttc downtown for the fireworks don't block the traffic they were till three in the morning for the cars were gone and it's just ridiculous why do they need so many cars and why do people object to horses it's just like that poor gorilla that they shot. Well, I object to horses at rush hour on a congested road where where there's no public transit or almost no public transit. Uh, that's that's what I was objecting to. And if you have to uh, take the horses walking here, why are you doing it at the worst possible time? That's that's what I was objecting well, to. Well, they should. The TTC should have. I know when I went to that. Uh, uh, birthday party for Ronnie Hawkins. Yep. I had to walk with a cane. That's a long walk to Queen Street, uh, where I had, I had to go over two bridges. I had to stop. It was very hot. It was like seven blocks, and it, there should be more buses there then. You're no kidding, there should be more buses. But there are cars and right. more buses and more horses. <laughs> I don't know about more horses, but uh, Dorothy, thanks for your call.
You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.